you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to achieve these unrealistic goals. And I know that there's like this fine balance of like both and if setting these high massive goals so you get closer. So even if, you know, everyone always says it, you know, if you set the goal of 10 million and you get to 2 million, it's better than actually getting to one or whatever it is, right? Whatever your goal is, whether it's, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds, but you know, you really only think you need to lose maybe 40, but if you lose 50 and you lose 30, you get a lot closer, right? Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. I'm super stoked to record this podcast today. It is just me. And this is something that if you want extra information on, I would encourage you to head over to our website, christinalacure.com backslash podcast, because we've actually created a blog post on this because it has been so helpful to so many clients. And I know a lot of people have requested it just because of the age that we are living in pressure on ourselves. Oh my goodness. I will tell you what, there is so much pressure that we put on ourselves. And a lot of it, I actually think doesn't have to be. And so today I came up with seven steps to help us ease the pressure on ourselves. And like I said, if you really want to dive into this, uh, we have a blog post. My team created an amazing blog post over on our website. It's in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. But I do think it's really helpful because in this day and age, and I'm sure it's happened before, but especially right now because of so much pressure due to perfectionism and, you know, the pandemic and basically just social media in general, where so many people are just putting these unrealistic expectations on themselves. I wanted to create this podcast today and the blog itself in regards to how we can stop putting so much damn pressure on ourselves. And I want you to remember that not everything is going to happen at one period in time. It's not going to happen overnight. And so I give you that to say, don't think that these seven steps are just going to be happening overnight and put more pressure on yourself to get rid of the pressure that you're already putting on yourself. But I do think it's super helpful to kind of go through a few things that help me and my clients and tell me if they work for you. I'm always so curious. I want feedback. I hope that this podcast, the reason why you're listening to it, the reason why you're sharing it with your friends is because it is helpful and it helps you decide it's your turn to hopefully take the pressure off and enjoy the journey a little bit more. You guys, we all work so, so damn hard in this world. And 
especially you who is listening to this podcast. If you are a high achiever, if you are someone who wants to decide it's your turn, if you're someone into self-development, chances are you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you literally have so much going on that you don't need one more fucking thing. And so today I wanted to talk about a few ways to help alleviate the stress. And again, like I said in the beginning, just, you know, it's not going to happen over t- overnight. Do one thing at a time and hopefully this helps. So let's just dive right into it. So number one, how to alleviate some stress and stop putting so much pressure on yourself is number one is like determine the cause of the stress. You know, one of the things that I say in the business quite often is like you can't change something you're not even noticing or something that you haven't witnessed or something that you're not giving light to. Right. It's hard to change something if you're not acknowledging it and you're not acknowledging that you have to make a change. So number one, determine where you're most pressure and stress is coming from. You know, oftentimes right now it's coming from either, I would say the probably the two main things are either your job or your family, right? (laughs) Chances are you're not just going to ditch your family. Well, maybe some of you are, but honestly, a lot of it is probably coming from the pressure you put on yourself in your business or in your work life. And obviously family life as well, but determine where the stress is actually coming from, you know, and figure out why you've chosen to go down the path that you have. Are you just creating a life of go wake up, go to work, come home, feed the kids, pass out, have a glass of wine, pass out, whatever it is. And are you actually creating a life that you actually want, you know, or why are you doing this job? Is it just to pay a bill? You guys right now, like unemployment is the highest it's ever been. And yet we have so many jobs in the world right now is a great time to go and get a job that's different. If that's what you want to do. Now, I'm not telling you to quit your job and do something else. But I also am telling you to quit your job and do something else if it is literally the biggest cause of your stress and you hate your life on a daily basis. So many people are living literally for vacations and weekends and hating the job that they're in or hating the process. And I like that hurts my soul. It honestly, it hurts my soul because for a really long time, even though my life looked amazing, I was miserable in my career. I was miserable in what I was doing on a daily basis because it wasn't fulfilling me at all. And so I had to have a, you know, (laughs) what I call, you know, a come to Jesus moment where I had to say, okay, like, am I willing to do this for the rest of my life? Is this something that I want to do? You know, I hope that no one has those rock bottoms. I hope that no one has these like epiphany moments where something dramatically happens, you know, a loss of life, a health Uh, scare or something like that. But, you know, sometimes that's the thing that causes people to look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, I have caused myself so much fucking stress for why? Just because I said that I had to, just because I chose the career path when I was 20 years old and in college, they made me pick a major. And then I just decided to do it for the rest of my fucking life. And I'm miserable doing it. So figure out what the cause of your stress is and dig deep and understand that like, honest to God, you have a choice. And I know that so many people try to tell themselves that they don't have a choice, but there's always options. There is always a way to, yes, there's always a different option. And going back to what I said in the beginning of this podcast, things are not going to happen overnight. You may know how to stop putting pressure on yourself after this podcast is over, but it's not going to happen overnight. So I would, I would encourage you to determine like, okay, why are you in the career, 
career that you're in? Why are you in the marriage that you're in? Why are you in the, the, the location that you're in? You know, figure out what the cause of the stress is in your life. And is it the fact that you're trying to be so perfect in the career? Is it the fact that you're trying to achieve goals that are like, really, there's no reason why you're achieving the goal. You know, in this business, it's so funny. I work with so many people who are doing really well financially. You know, I think what is like, I'm not exactly sure what it is, so don't quote me, but I think they say if you make over, and maybe now with inflation, it's a little bit more, but they say if like a household makes, you know, $80,000 a year, I think it's $80,000 a year on average, that person, their happiness level is not going to go up anymore because their basic needs are covered. And yet I have people that I work with on a daily basis who are just trying to like, okay, that next six figures or that next seven figures, or when I hit $10,000 a month, or when I hit this, I'll be happy, or I won't be stressed out. That's actually not the case. And, you know, statistics have said, and, and studies have said that that's actually not the case. So figure out why you have so much stress in your life. Take a, take a Google search of your life and your job and your family and your location and the people that you're surrounding yourself with and determine what the biggest cause of stress is. That's the first thing to actually acknowledge it. You know, and going back to what I said there, leading into the second step is perfectionism. Are you trying to be perfect? Are you trying to live up to something that is not even fucking possible? You know, perfectionism is the killer of dreams. We cannot be perfect. I am a type A Enneagram three. I am like literally the poster child for putting so much pressure on yourself. But I also know that perfection, literally, I live 20 plus 25 plus years of my life trying to be perfect. And it was fucking miserable. I know I am not anywhere near perfect. I know what we do in the business is nothing near perfect. You know, our job is to do the best that we possibly can. And we're, we're always going to make mistakes. And our job is to not, not make mistakes. Our job is when we do, we always make them right. You know, whether that's your weight, your health, your relationship, your business, whatever is causing you to put so much pressure and stress on yourself, remember, you can never be perfect. And that is hard to hear for someone who has literally believed that perfection is going to make them happy. That is a hard pill to swallow, but you're not trying to strive for perfection. You're really just striving. How can you be better today? How, what skills can you learn or how can you improve for next time? You know, how can we do better tomorrow than we did today? This is a much healthier, easier perspective. And it's something to focus on that makes it less stressful and it makes it less pressure on you. And it allows you to enjoy, enjoy the journey a little bit more. Let's be honest. Life is up and down roller coaster. And our job is to like literally be so grateful and thankful for another day. And when you can literally sit in that and you can literally understand, like, can you take two seconds, like put pause on this podcast right now and literally take two seconds and understand that you have the greatest gift ever, which is another day. And putting so much pressure on today to try to be perfect is literally hurting the whole purpose of you 
living this great, magical, beautiful life. And the more you can enjoy the journey, honestly, I promise you, I know it sounds weird if you haven't understood this yet, but the more that you can enjoy it, the more that you will actually achieve in this world. It's a crazy thing. This is definitely more the woo side, but I promise you, it's like the harder you try, the harder it is and the worse it works. You know, I go back to golf. Golf was one of the craziest, most like beautiful lessons ever in trying to be perfect. The harder you tried in golf, the more you fucking sucked. Like anyone who has ever tried golf knows that the harder you try, the more you suck. The more that you can enjoy it, usually the better that you play. And even if you don't play better, you enjoy it a little bit more. So, you know, number two there was like, stop trying to be perfect. Just get better. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process of learning and enjoy the perspective that you actually can focus on the things that are actually in your control instead of trying to be perfect. So the next step is like set realistic goals for yourself. You know, if you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to achieve these unrealistic goals, and I know that there's like this fine balance of like both and if setting these high, massive goals so you get closer. So even if, you know, everyone always says it, you know, if you set the goal of 10 million and you get to 2 million, it's better than actually getting to one or whatever it is, right? Whatever your goal is, whether it's, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds, but you know, you really only think you need to lose maybe 40, but if you lose 50 and you lose 30, you get a lot closer, right? There's that beautiful fine line of setting realistic goals and then hitting those milestones because i think sometimes when you're achieve, when you're setting these completely unrealistic goals that perhaps maybe are not even your thing and that's like kind of a second thing on this is like know what your actual real goal is like where are you getting your your goals one of the things that we do in the business and one of the things that i help my clients with all the time is setting your own core values not only for your business but for yourself and so whether I'm working with someone for their personal or I'm working with someone for their business and personal, I always start my clients by knowing what their core values are. Like you have to know what your core values are because it allows you to hit goals for yourself that are hopefully realistic, right? You know, I set goals of like always being in integrity. And our goal in this business is to help people step into their purpose and make a profit and live this beautiful God-given life that they have, right? So that's a goal that I know I can show up to that's not an unrealistic goal in some regards. You know, I obviously have financial goals and all the things, but like knowing what your goals are is really, really important and not getting them based upon someone else's, right? Someone in your industry or your neighbor or what the person down the street is doing, whatever it is, right? Knowing what your actual goal is, short-term, long-term, and making them somewhat realistic to where when you actually achieve them, you feel a sense of pride and then you want to achieve the next goal. If you're constantly setting goals that are unrealistic, you feel like you're failing all the time and that's putting more pressure on yourself. So that was number three, set some realistic goals that are achievable and that actually matter to you. 
Number four, I love this one. Know your strengths, right? So like if you're putting pressure on yourself to be something or do something that like you 100% know is not your strength, no wonder you constantly feel pressure. No wonder you feel like you're constantly struggling because you're setting goals for yourself and you're trying to set these ambitions for you to do things that are not even in your wheelhouse. You know, I'll give you a couple examples. It's like, I have help for a lot of things. My team and my clients will tell you there is a lot of things that I fucking suck at. Like, I know I am not good at the back end of our systems. I know I'm not great at creating graphics. I know I'm not great with like, <laughs> you know, all of the finances. I'm, I'm not horrible at that one. But, you know, there's certain things that I'm just not good at. Like, I don't really know. And I'm the first person to admit, I don't really know how our whole funnel system works. So when I tell my team that I need this thing done... They have a system to do it. That's not my strength. And I know what my strengths are. I know that I fucking know that I know that I am amazing with my clients. I can help my clients get the results. So my job is to really focus in on my strengths, right? So I'm telling you this to know what your strengths are. And, you know, I always say too that like I delegate a lot of things. I am the first person to admit that I don't have children. I have a supportive husband. And yet, and I hope you hear this, and yet I delegate so much. I don't clean my house. I rarely do my laundry. I definitely don't do my yard work. I don't clean my car. I sure as shit don't clean the pool. Wouldn't even tell you, wouldn't even be able to tell you the first fucking step in that. There's a lot of things that I don't do because I know where my strengths are. I know where my time is best spent. I know that like me doing a $10 an hour job is probably not the best suited considering I get paid 500 an hour to do something different, you know? So know where your strengths are, let go and delegate the things that are not either a not important to you. It is not important to me. I do not get a cookie. I do not feel good about myself. If I fucking clean my house myself and take away four hours of my week that I'm not spending on calls with clients. I would much rather get on calls with clients and have someone else who's amazing at cleaning my house who I am so grateful to have in my life so I can do what hopefully my clients believe is my job, which is getting on, on calls with them and using my area of expertise. So that was a kind of a fun, silly little example. <clears throat> but I think it's really, really important to remember if you're struggling with something and you're trying to be the jack of all trades and you're trying to do everything for everyone and you're kind of feeling like you're sucking at some of the things. Well, guess what? You probably are. You weren't made to do every little single thing. So figure out how to delegate it. And if you're telling yourself, oh, it must be nice for her to be able to do it. Well, guess what? Switch it out. Figure out how you can barter. Figure out how you can cook for someone and someone can come clean your house or figure out how you can give someone coaching and use them as a personal trainer. Figure out there's always a way to yes, but know your strengths. And if you're putting pressure on yourself to believe that you have to do everything and be perfect for every single person, no wonder you feel pressure. No wonder you feel stressed out. So figure out how to delegate the things that you're not good at. Figure out what you're awesome at and charge for those things and know your strengths and know what you're awesome at. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. I just wanted to jump in here real quick. On a recent podcast, I mentioned that I have been on over 100 free 
discovery calls over the last year. And I want to do the exact same thing in 2022. People often wonder, well, what do I get out of these calls? Men and women from around the world who are jumping on these calls are walking away from the calls with more clarity, figuring out the mindset block that's stopping them from feeling really confident to make more money, feel fulfilled, and know what next step they have to take in order to decide it's their turn. So if you've ever thought about jumping on one of these calls, I would absolutely love to talk to you. So feel free to send me a text at 501 222-3362. Text me the word call and we can book one of those calls or head over to the show notes and you've got a link to my website where you can book a free discovery call with me. All right, step number five, take some time for your damn self. And if you're a woman, especially a mother, and you're hearing this and you're not taking time for yourself, I promise you, no wonder you feel so fucking stressed. Girl, let me tell you. You're not taking time for yourself. I'll just be 100% honest. I know that there's a few men that listen to this podcast. Men are much better at this. Men are much better at this. And I do come at this from not being a mother. However, I also believe that's one of my strengths is the fact that I am not a mom and I work with a lot of moms. And I can see how moms put unbelievable amount of pressure on themselves, especially when their kids are, you know, very young up until the teens. Mothers put so much pressure on themselves to do all the things for all the people. Like, yes, you are stressed the fuck out a lot. And if you don't take some time for yourself, you are going to struggle. And no wonder you feel the immense amount of pressure. You know, this isn't obviously my quote. Every single one of you have listened, that are listening to this podcast have probably heard this line. You get on an airplane and what do they tell you? Put your mask on before you put on anyone else's. Why? Because if you are sucking air, you can't help anyone else. And yet, as mothers especially, women especially, you literally try to do everything for everyone else and you are sucking wind. So no wonder you're stressed out, ladies. No wonder you are stressed out. So how do you take time for yourself? Guess what? You just fucking do it. Like there are people out there that just decide they're not going to go to every single solitary game. There are people out there that just decide their kids are going to learn how to put on their clothes when they're, I don't even know how old you should be, like what, five? You At five, you can probably fucking learn how to put on your own clothes. Now you may look like a clown show, but that's you getting rid of your perfection, perfectionism of having your kid look a certain way, right? But at the end of the day, I really do think that You know, you have got to figure out how to take some time for yourself. And if that means you wake up 30 minutes before the kids get up, or that means you take a 30 minute lunch break and you just sit in peace, or if that means that in your schedule, and I think that this is a really helpful tip. So the way that I look at this is the week beforehand, the week before the week, I would encourage you to take 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever, and put something in your schedule And I use this this analogy with my clients all the time. I say to them, I was like, would you ever not pick up your kids from school? Would you ever not get on one of your client calls? Would you ever not, you know, pack your kids lunch or whatever it is? 99% of them will say, no, of course I'm going to do those things. And yet the thing that you put on your schedule for yourself is a negotiable in your head. You need to start treating time for yourself the same as you would pick up your kid, 
go to an appointment, show up to fucking work. That is how serious and important it is for you to take some time for yourself. If you are stressed the hell out, I promise you, it's because you're not taking any time for yourself. You're putting so much pressure on yourself to do all the things and no wonder you're so constantly stressed out and you're putting more and more and more and more. You know, I used to think like, and obviously those of you who have children, you know, I think you used to think that like the baby stage was like the hardest stage. Well, shit, bunch of my friends have kids at like, you know, that 10 to 15 range. And I swear to God, they have some sort of event every single solitary day. And then if they have two kids, it's like a tag team operation. One going to one place, one going to the other place. And then geez, if you're really outnumbered with three or more, you're then having to bring in someone else to go take the other one to the other place. You guys, I promise you, your children will not remember if you're at every single fucking game on the planet. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But oftentimes this definitely goes back to our childhood, right? It's like, you know, wherever you are on the pendulum. So like, let's say your parents never went to all your shit. So you're now like the parent who sold yourself. I was like, I will never be my parent. I am going to show up to every freaking event under the sun. Well, then your kids see you all the time, stress the fuck out, never doing anything for yourselves, always worn out, always like at the brink of a breakdown because you're putting so much pressure on yourself to go to every freaking event. And then there's the other side. It was like, you know, your parents let you do whatever the hell you want. Like, you know, everything's a pendulum, right? And it usually goes back to our childhood of like what we believed and we're going to do the exact opposite, right? The truth is in the middle, guys, you don't have to go to every single game. You don't have to like be at every single event and you're allowed to take time for yourself. It's, it's not one or the other. It's a both and. You're allowed to do a little bit of both. You're allowed to take care of yourself. You're allowed to support your kids. You know, you're allowed to show that you spend time with your spouse. You know, that person hopefully will be with you in your, like, in your close proximity longer than actually your children. That person is going to be the person that hopefully your kids move out and have their own kids and you're still with your spouse. So you have to dedicate time there as well, you know, but you have to take some time for yourself. And if you're putting so much pressure on yourself to do all the things for all the people, you're going to break down at some point in time. And now that breakdown may come. I see it all the time with clients all the time. That breakdown may come when the kids are out of the house and all of a sudden you've completely lost yourself. You've completely lost your relationship. You don't know who you are and you don't know what the hell is up or down and what your purpose on the planet was because for 20 years, your purpose was being all of the things for every other human. I work with these clients all the time. These women come to my masterminds all the time. These are the women that I coach all the time. And now Guys, it can be the exact same thing for guys, right? They dedicate everything to their career and they've lost their relationships. They've lost the relationship with their spouse. They've lost the relationship with their kids. They're overweight. They're not healthy. They're miserable because they were chasing the dollar. This happens all the time, guys. And I'm telling you, if you're not taking some time for yourself to figure out what you actually want and stop putting the pressure to achieve all of the things that you know, going on to number six here, this is, this is a huge part of it. The comparison, because you're comparing yourself to everyone else and not even knowing what is true and real and what you actually truly want, because you haven't given yourself the space to even figure that out. So step number six and stopping to put the pressure on yourself is stop the comparison. 
Stop the comparison. And I know it can be so hard because all people see nowadays, whether it's on news, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, doesn't matter. All you're seeing is the highlight reel from everyone else who's doing everything perfect, who has the perfect life, the perfect spouse, the perfect body, the perfect bank account, the perfect vacation, the perfect fucking everything. Let me tell you, it is a lie. It is a lie. Even if you follow me on social media, my life does look pretty fucking awesome because I do truly, honestly, I have created a pretty fucking awesome life. But you only see 90% of my life. And I, that's actually a lie. You probably only see 80% of my life and most everyone else, you see 2% of their lives and you're only seeing them on vacation, loving on their spouse and showing you when they're working out like, or, or their brand new car that they probably finance like 18 times over. You're seeing a fucking highlight reel that is not real. So you're comparing yourself to perfection. You guys even know like celebrities do it all the time. I have met so many people in this online space industry I have met so many celebrities over my golf career that I literally don't even think these people are the same. Like I have literally, I swear to God, this is so true. And obviously I would never tell you who the people are, but I have met people in real life that I literally cannot even pretend to believe that they're the exact same people. Like they look so fucking different, act so fucking different and literally do not even come close to having the life that they portray online. You know, one of the greatest, you know, compliments I get is that like, I'm pretty much the same person in real life as I am on Instagram. And I do pride myself in that, but my life is not perfect. I fight with my husband. I have bad days. I cry. I feel like I'm fat some days. I feel like I'm a loser some days. I feel like I'm failing some days. You guys, if you're comparing your life to someone else's, you cannot do it. And no wonder the pressure feels so immense. So here's what I want you to do, because I do say this all the time. Is there any one human being that you would 100% give up every single thing in your life for every single thing in their life? Now, you can't play the game because I have witnessed people this. Oh, my God. There's even people in my family that do this all the time. Well, I want her life. I want her husband. I want his money. I want her looks. I want his kids, whatever the fuck it is. You can't play that game. If you're not willing to take all or nothing, then you can't compare yourself to that person. You have to know like what you're actually comparing to. And you can't pick bits and pieces that fit your perspective of what you want. That's not reality. It's not true. There's someone out there who literally has all the money in the world and is the most miserable motherfucker on the planet. There's someone out there that is absolutely gorgeous that literally can't pay their bills. There's someone out there whose kids are little hellions. And yet their husband is great. Whatever it is, you can't compare your life. You can't compare all, you you only have to compare all or nothing. And it's not possible. Nothing is possible. And every single person out there, and I I live in the South. And let me tell you, the South is one of these like um, anomalies. I don't even know how to say that word. But if you guys know the South, like if you're a person who lives in the South, you know, the South is like the situation where, Everyone acts like everyone is totally great. Like, how are you? Oh my God, I'm fucking amazing. How are you? I am amazing. And yet 
Their life is a fucking train wreck. And you know it's a train wreck. Or you know that they're struggling. Or you know that they have this problem or this problem or this problem. Now, I'm not saying, like, everyone has to, like, air their dirty laundry. But I also want to tell you that if you believe the lie that everyone's life is better than yours, guess what? (laughs) Number one, you're going to feel like dog shit. Number two, you're just lying to yourself because it's not possible. So quit comparing your life to someone else's. Know what's really important to you. And don't think for a second that like it's real because it's not. Like, please let me tell you, it is not real. Even my life where I truly do believe I have a great fucking life. 80% of my life is awesome. 20% of my life is an absolute fucking shit show. And it is like a dumpster fire and you wouldn't want it on a bad day. So Quit comparing and stop putting pressure on yourself to be perfect. Go back to what we were talking about in um, number three, where I was like, set some realistic expectations for yourself. All right. Last but not least, guys, step number seven to stop putting pressure on yourself. And you guys know I'm going to talk about this because it's really fucking important is like get some help. Find some help. I am the coach who's going to tell you I have a coach. I am the coach who's going to tell you I have a therapist. And I've been going to therapy off and on since my best friend died when I was 18. And he unfortunately killed himself. And at that period of time, I had no faith. I had no mindset. I had no idea what was up or down. I didn't know how to handle anything. And from that period of time through my uh, probably late twenties, I went off and on because I was such a complete fucking disaster. And then once I dove into like the mindset, once I dove into the self-development, once I figured out that there was a whole nother world, then I became obsessed with it. And off and on, even, even the last 15 years, I've had a therapist off and on because I needed it. Nathan and I've gone to marriage counseling. I have family shit. I got to deal with. I've got personal shit. I got to deal with. And most of the time it does come back to personal as much as you know, you want to blame everyone else. It's mostly your own shit. However, there's a lot of bad things that have gone on, but at the same time too, it's, it's your own shit you have to handle. So get help. If it's a confidence coach like myself, it's if it's a therapist, whatever it is, you do not have to do life alone. I'm telling you, like literally life alone friggin' sucks. This is the reason why I say that masterminds are the greatest thing ever because you're buying your friends. You're buying people who understand you, who want the best for you, who want the best for themselves, and are going to encourage you and hold you accountable to doing so. This is the reason why my clients have me because they have bad days and good days, whether they're here for business or whether they're here for personal. Doing life alone sucks. And I don't want to ever do life alone. I've said this a thousand times. I would sell my car before I got rid of coaches, therapists, masterminds, my accountability groups, because I know how much it changes your life. So if you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you don't know how to stop the train, you don't know how to stop the roller coaster and figure out how to take these little steps. Like I said in the beginning, right? Focus on one thing at a time. You literally got to where you are doing all the things. It's not going to be an overnight, oh, here's the seven steps. I'm just going to do them all and it's going to happen. It's not like that. It's not like that for me. It's not like that for anyone. So (laughs) don't believe that comparison thing, don't believe that everyone else has their shit together because they don't. It's going to be up and down. Even my clients who tell me, even just this week, one of my clients, one of my one-on-one clients on Boxer said to me, like, oh, I just wish I could get this and get over with. 
And I told her, I was like, oh, I love you so much. But guess what? You're never going to. You're still going to have bad days. We just figure out how to get through them faster. We just figure out how to take action on them. We just figure out how to figure out what it is that we truly want. We just figure out how to take some time for ourselves or stop the comparison or whatever it is, right? Or get a realistic goal. You know, it's, it's all a journey. One of the things that I tell everyone, whether you've listened to this podcast, you follow me on social media, or you're one of my clients, this is a journey. If you're playing the long game, I promise you, it's going to get easier. It's going to get better. It's going to get more fun. You're going to be more successful. All of these things happen when you stop putting so much damn pressure on yourself. Know what you want. Enjoy the journey and have the support and have the help. And that's what I'm here for. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Like I said, there is a whole blog post that we've created on this. So head on over to the show notes. You can click on the blog. You can see it on our website. Come say hi on social media. If you think anyone else needs this podcast, please share it with them. That's how we get it out there. And if you're looking for a coach, I don't know by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have an open spot. But either way, I love doing free discovery calls. So feel free to head to the link in the show notes book a free discovery call with me. And hopefully you and I can work together. And if not, worst case scenario, you and I jump on a call for 30, 40 minutes. And I give you that next step that you're looking for and allow you to figure out how to take that damn pressure off yourself. You guys, thanks so much for being here. And don't ever forget it. Any moment in time, you too can decide it is your turn. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina Laguerre. I'll see you next time.